We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Oregon football just got a big quarterback commit in the 2025 recruiting class, and I think it's a name Oregon fans are pretty familiar with. We're breaking down that commitment on today's episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. And we're back like we never left. Oregon fans, what's going on? Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. I'm your host, Max Torres, publisher and lead editor of Ducks Digest, covering the Oregon Ducks over on Fan Nation, part of the Sports Illustrated Network. Excited to have you guys along today for another big episode of the podcast. It is a live episode of the podcast. We are coming to you on YouTube at Oregon Football Max Torres and on Twitter at MTorres Sports. If you guys are here on the live show, hop in the live chat. Throw me a comment. Let me know what you're thinking about the latest commitment for Oregon football and just the state of duck football because fall camp starts tomorrow. So there is plenty of news coming your way. And I always try to stay as up to date as I can, specifically on the recruiting trail and as well as the uh, football program that Dan Lanning is running up in Eugene. So the focus of today's episode, you can see it in the title there on your screen. 2025 San Diego, California, Lincoln High School quarterback Achilles Smith Jr. has committed to Oregon. He chose Oregon from an offer sheet that also included the likes of Florida and Michigan, uh, along with Oregon, of course. That was the kind of de facto top three that he told me he was working from heading into his decision. And, uh, this was a big one for Oregon. Achilles Smith Jr., he was on campus over the weekend in Eugene for Oregon's Saturday Night Live camp. So always important for Oregon to not only have those events, have those big-time recruits, but be able to convert that event into big momentum on the recruiting trail. And uh, Oregon's 2025 class is rocking and rolling now with some big pledges um, Achilles Smith Jr. isn't even the only guy that committed to Oregon in the 2025 class, as the Ducks also ended a commitment from Adrian Wilson out of Pflugerville, Texas, Weiss High School, uh, 2025 wide receiver who flipped his commitment from TCU to Oregon. I'll have to do another podcast on him in the near future. But just to give you guys a, a rundown on Achilles Smith Jr. and kind of what the Ducks just got on the recruiting trail you know, six foot five, 205 pounds, like I said, out of San Diego, California, Lincoln, 
recently transferred from Vista Murrieta uh, following his sophomore year. So he's going back to his hometown of San Diego. That's a big move for him. Partially because the Lincoln Hornets just won the California Division One AA state championship, and they did it over the De La Salle Spartans, one of the most storied programs in the entire state out of Northern California. Uh, big names have been coming from Lincoln for a while now. Uh, a couple of recent ones, you have Jaleel Florence, who's a defensive back at Oregon. Jaleel Tucker was at Oregon uh, before he transferred back home to San Diego State. I'm told he's going to be playing some receiver for the Aztecs. Uh, and you also have Roderick Robinson, who is a 2023 Georgia running back signing out of Lincoln. And that dude is the truth. But to talk a little bit more about Achilles Smith Jr., who also goes by KJ, um, this is a stud. I mean, just looking at his stats from the 2022 campaign, he threw for 2,432 yards and 29 touchdown passes against just four interceptions. He completed 211 of his 314 passes, which uh, rounds out to about 67.2% um, completion percentage. So he's a guy who did a really good job taking care of the ball, which I think is obviously a very valuable uh, component of a guy's game, especially when you're looking at quarterback. Um, but just to give you a rundown, like I said, of who he was, who he, who he is rather, uh, four-star guy, according to the 247 Sports Composite, they have him as a 0.9627 number 84 recruit in the nation, number six quarterback, and the number 10 player in the state of California. He had an offer sheet that included 15 total schools, also had the likes of Arizona, Boston College, Cal, Colorado. So definitely a, a West Coast heavy recruitment for uh, for uh, Achilles Smith Jr., but this is some good momentum for the Ducks to have. You know, it makes a lot of sense. He's a legacy recruit. Um, you know, one of the top-ranked quarterbacks in the country uh, has been high on Oregon for a long, long time. Uh, I talked to him, I believe, uh, at a 7-on-7 event in Santa Ana, like right around the time he got the offer. And, you know, he told me that this was this was his dream. You know, it was always his dream to be a Duck. I actually got the uh, exclusive interview uh, with Achilles Smith before he committed and, um, you know, he talked about why it was Oregon. Why did he choose to commit to Dan Lanning and the Ducks saying, quote, when I went up there again, I saw Coach Lanning. He was talking about the family aspect of everything, being close knitted, always working together and having each other's back. That was one of the big things. And he also talked about Coach Will Stein and how he likes what he's doing with the offense and Stein's coaching style. So it's a lot of different things that aligned here. I mean, it's obviously the legacy component of it is pretty big, but it wasn't just that. He talked about how he loved the environment. Uh, he told me that Eugene reminded him of San Diego, which um, I don't know if I'd entirely agree with that, um, especially now that I've gotten to, to be a little bit around San Diego since I live out in Southern California now after living in Eugene. But that that's great that uh, he loves the environment and um, loves how green it is out in Eugene. Um but this was a, a really important commitment for Oregon because the quarterback position is the most important position on the field. And it's been a, um, I don't know, turbulent, maybe turbulent is the right way to describe Oregon quarterback recruiting uh, in recent years. You know, you got flips, you got NFL draft departures, you got transfers. Um, you know, it hasn't really been a steady position at Oregon and Will Stein is preparing for life after Bo Nix following the end of the 2023 season, already have a pair of quarterbacks committed in 2024. 
for Oregon and Luke Moga and Michael Van Buren. And now they're even pushing farther ahead in the 2025 class with Achilles Smith Jr. And another interesting thing, another great quote I got from Achilles is that he has some big goals. He talked about how he's you know ready to chase history with the Ducks. And he said that, quote, there's definitely going to be a national championship coming to Eugene. Uh, I'm a duck, happy to finally be a duck. It's always been my dream. So you know that this is a guy who is bought in to Oregon. He told me he wanted to lock in his spot. Um, you know, obviously, you don't need me to tell you there's a long way to go before Achilles Smith Jr. actually signs on that dotted line and, and, and gets to Oregon. But we know how important it is for a program to get their quarterback in the fold and do it early. Because once you have that quarterback in the fold, it makes it easier to recruit all the other positions. And Achilles Smith Jr., you know, this is such a great story. And now Oregon has an awesome face of their class. So often that's the quarterback. And, and that looks like it's certainly shaping up to be the case here again in 2025. Um, Oregon already has two wide receivers committed in the 2025 class and also has an offensive lineman in Chavez Sandman Thompson out of Melbourne, Florida. So they're getting some good momentum in that class, even though we all know that 2024 is the main focus right now. Um, but let me go ahead and get some highlights up and I'm going to give you guys my evaluation, my take on Achilles Smith Jr. And, and what I think makes him special as a passer and the newest member of Oregon's 2025 recruiting class. So we're going to get some uh, highlights up here on the screen. If you guys are watching here on YouTube, appreciate you guys stopping by. Do me a favor, make sure you hit that like button and subscribe to the channel just about to hit 2,300 subscribers, which is awesome. Always trying to run those numbers up. But uh, you know I love what I do, and I have a great time talking Oregon recruiting and football. So here we go. We got the tape for Achilles Smith Jr. Uh, only about three and a half minutes, and I said in my evaluation on Ducks Digest that it was a little bit hard to get a really, really strong read. Um, but here's what I can tell you. Um, I think that Achilles Smith Jr. has that prototypical frame for a college quarterback at, you know, six foot five, six foot six, 205 pounds, definitely a little slighter of frame than uh, I think you'd like, but there's two more years for him to add weight to that frame. And I know that that coaching staff at Lincoln is going to get him right. So he's going to bulk up for sure. Um, I think with, with Achilles, the thing that stands out to me about his game, he's got a quick release, pretty good deep ball that you see on display here. Uh, during the 2022 season. Um, but what I think really makes him special is how he moves, how this guy can can improvise, keep the play alive. I like his pocket presence. Look at look at that, just staying in the pocket there to, to take a hit and then you know get a nice little chunk play there over the middle. Um, so I think having that composure and that poise is definitely something you want in your quarterback. And especially with a younger guy like this, it's a great thing to have if you're Oregon. Uh, you know, another deep ball there uh, against Norco, I believe, where the Ducks found the Die Brothers uh, in recent years. A little tidbit there. Um, but another thing with Achilles Smith Jr. is, uh, you know, he's putting the ball where it needs to be more often than not. I will say there is a, ca a caveat with uh, this, you know, eval and, you know, about his accuracy. It's a little hard to get a read. I'm not saying he's not accurate, but a lot of these throws, as you can see, if you're watching on YouTube, are coming to pretty pretty open receivers so when i'm looking at a quarterback and, and i'm trying to get a feel for what this guy brings to the table you know you obviously want to look at accuracy and it's a little hard at times to see 
um, you know, how well he can thread the ball into a tight window or, you know, how well he can throw with anticipation. Those are two very key facets of a quarterback's game. Um, that said, I think that, um, you know, he, he does have a, a pretty good feel for the game. Um, like I said, he's smart with the ball, gets the ball to the guys he needs to. Um, I think with his size, you would probably like to see a little bit more zip coming off the ball when it leaves his hand. But again, two more years of high school ball, you can work in the weight room, build up that frame and certainly add some more velocity there. Um, so I think that that's something that you'd probably like to see. And I think that he's definitely going to, you know, add that to his game, just kind of working on getting that velocity up. Um, but yeah, you see right there, thrown on the run, thrown against his body. That is something that can be a little bit risky at times, but I think that he's taking really calculated risks. And, um, and another thing too, is, you know, this is a, he, he the, the pedigree that he's coming from is, is pretty strong. Not even just his dad, who was an Oregon legend, uh, and, you know, high NFL draft pick, but the coaches at Lincoln are some of the best coaches that you're going to find anywhere in the state of California, Jason Carter, and the rest of that crew over, uh, you know, with the Hornets, I think that they are more than capable of getting the best out of Achilles Smith Jr. And I really feel like the sky's the limit for him. And he's already looked like one of the more promising quarterback prospects in the country. Uh, recently earned an invite to the Under Armour All-American or Under Armour Future 50 event out at IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida, uh, which is an event that comprises of some of the top underclassmen in the country. Uh, at the time. And uh, he's definitely, you know, made a name for himself here early on in his high school career. So really like what Achilles Smith Jr. brings to the table for Oregon. Uh, I think he's got a lot of room to grow. So even though he is pretty talented in his own right, I do think that there's, uh, you know, a lot of potential for more development there. And uh, he can take his game to another level. Um, so really excited that the Ducks got a commit from, um, you know, one of the top quarterbacks in Southern California. I think that is another interesting aspect, another interesting, you know, little part of this narrative. Southern California is a breeding ground for top quarterback talents in college football. You know, look, look wherever you look, wherever you want to, you know, you got CJ Stroud, who went to Rancho Cucamonga before going to Ohio state. Um, you've got Bryce Young who went to modern day in Santa Ana school. I've been around a ton. And Oregon is recruiting very heavily this cycle. He went to Alabama and won a Nash, uh, won a Heisman Trophy uh, before he went uh, number one overall. Um, so the fact that Oregon was able to identify this guy early, um, you know, kind of tab him as a major priority and get one of these top guys out of Southern California, that's not the only reason you want a guy. But I think you're really setting yourself up for success if you're Will Stein to, you know, have a healthy quarterback room and make sure you have top talent coming in year after year after year. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Um, you know, that said, I don't know if Oregon's going to take more than one quarterback in the 2024 cycle. Um, I think when you're looking at the post Bo Nix era at Oregon, you're always going to look in the transfer portal because um, you just want to see what options you have there and, you know, who are the best guys that can, you know, contribute right away. Um, I think that uh, I don't necessarily see Michael Van Buren or Luke Moga starting from the jump once they get to Oregon. Um, so if you can, if you can bring in a guy from the portal, that's going to be able to bring you some stability and then give you a little bit of breathing room for those guys to develop. I think that's a good situation to put yourself in. I don't know if right now I'm super confident that Ty Thompson is going to be the starter at Oregon in 2024, but maybe he takes the leap this year in 2023. I really feel like if, if a guy is going to be the guy, you're going to see it uh, as a freshman or I mean, at least as an underclassman. Um, but Ty has been at Oregon for a long time and he still hasn't quite put it together. So I think that you have to make sure you continue getting top guys at the quarterback spot. And Achilles Smith Jr. is uh, certainly a very strong option for Oregon and now he's in the fold and um, you know, he's a guy that's going to be able to recruit for you and uh, be a top, uh, you know, top commit here in, in this class. Um, a couple other notes that I want to talk about. Maybe I'll get to some of these comments here because I haven't done a live show in a while, but busy day. So we'll see. Um, another thing that's interesting here, um, you know, maybe I'm putting too much stock into it, but Will Stein is doing a tremendous job as a recruiter for Oregon as the new offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach. And he hasn't even coached a game yet at Oregon since Will Stein got hired. He has landed four quarterbacks on the recruiting trail. He flipped Austin Novosad from Baylor in the 2023 class, uh, landed a pair of quarterbacks and Michael Van Buren and Luke Moga. And then he also recently landed Achilles Smith jr. On Monday. So he's doing a tremendous job as a recruiter without coaching a game. That being said, Oregon isn't exactly a super hard place to sell, but I still feel like it speaks volumes to him as a, uh, recruiter and um, just the faith and confidence that these guys have and what he's going to be able to do for this Oregon offense. Keep in mind, he's got some big shoes to fill uh, with Kenny Dillingham, uh, just lighting Oregon's offense on fire before he uh, hit the road after one season to go home to Tempe and coach the Arizona state sun devils. Um, so definitely have to give him his flowers and give him some props. That being said, 
you got to keep recruiting Moga, got to keep recruiting Van Buren, certainly got to keep recruiting Achilles Smith Jr. Uh, because there is a lot of time between now and signing day for all of those guys. Uh, but just super important to get a quarterback in the fold early. And Oregon is rolling in the 2025 class with four commits now. 247 Sports ranks Oregon's 2025 class, the number three haul in the country with just four commits, headlined by Tampa Bay Tech wide receiver Dallas Wilson, 6'3", 180 pounds, four-star guy, top 25 nationally overall. Then you have Achilles Smith Jr., who we've been talking about this episode. Adrian Wilson, the new wide receiver commit that flipped from TCU out of Texas. And then Chavez Sandman Thompson, the interior offensive lineman out of Ugali High School in Melbourne, Florida. He was also on campus over the weekend, as was uh, Achilles Smith Jr. and Adrian Wilson for Oregon's Saturday Night Live camp. So super important for Oregon to get off to a fast start here in 2025. I didn't think they would get off to this fast of a start in 2025, which is interesting because I feel like this isn't really even something that we saw Mario Cristobal and company do when he was at the helm in Eugene getting a really good class for this upcoming senior year and then pushing ahead even more into those younger guys. So I think that's another, um, you know, big positive for Dan Lanning, who just signed a, a new contract extension with the Ducks that keeps him in Eugene through the 2028 season, $20 million buyout. Uh, maybe I'll do another podcast on that soon, but Dan Lanning's going to be around for the long haul and these recruits know it. So it's paying dividends on the recruiting trail. Um, so let me see if I can get to a couple of these comments and, uh, see what's going on. Uh, we got a, what's up Max in the chat. What's going on. Thanks for being here. Steezy PDX is here. Always here in the chat. Andrew says cool to have 2025 commits, but man, I hope the ducks get a few more big 2024 names. I don't think it's possible, but if the ducks could secure Baker and Eddie St. Pierre, it would be amazing. Maybe you're talking about Eddie Pierre Lewis or Luis out of, uh, Tampa, Florida, I still feel like Oregon's in the driver's seat for Brandon Baker, but I've been talking about how Texas is a big threat for the nation's number one offensive tackle out of Santa Ana modern day. Uh, I think that Brandon Baker, I wouldn't be surprised if he got back on campus in the near future, but uh, you know, he's the five-star that I think Oregon probably has the best chance with here in the 2024 class. And things haven't always gone Oregon's way this cycle with the five stars, right? You saw Elijah rushing uh, go to Arizona um, and um you know, Oregon hasn't exactly had the best of luck lately, um, you know, with, with some of their top targets. Aaron Scott went to Ohio State, but I wasn't really surprised about that. I think if Oregon can flip Dakota Fields, keep an eye out for that one with the USC corner commit out of Southern California taking a trip up to Eugene for Saturday Night Live this past weekend. Um, so I think that Baker is definitely a guy Oregon has an awesome shot with. They're still battling for Nate Frazier out of modern day, but I think George is probably going to be the call as of right now. He commits on August 6th. So we'll see. We'll see what they can do. But yeah, 2024 is absolutely a priority. Moody says it's still super early for a 2025 recruit. Still nice though. Yeah, 2025 is, uh, you know, August 1st. They're kind of on the clock. They're able to get more contact from the college coaches now. So you definitely want to build those classes as early as you can. And you're never going to be against uh, early, early um, momentum. Another question from Andrew, Max, by the time KJ is able to sign, what conference do you see the Ducks in? Because given the disaster that was the continued lack of a TV TV deal today, Pac-9 is dead. Uh, man, I this whole conference realignment thing is, is such a disaster. 
Um, I think I've spoken about it on my show before. I just really can't get interested in it because it feels like something's always going to happen and then it never does. Um, but maybe we do have some momentum now that Colorado is going to the Big 12. Um, I, I feel like the Pac-12 has just been sitting on their hands and, and not really doing a whole lot lately. Um, you know, the, the whole streaming option that seems to be uh, a big possibility doesn't really seem like it's going to be enough. I think it's streaming deal, exclusively streaming and like $20 million a school. It just doesn't seem like the Pac-12 is going to be able to offer enough for some of the premier schools that are still there, like Oregon and Washington, um, to ultimately stick around. So personally, I'd love to see Oregon in the Big Ten. I'm not sure how realistic that is at this time, but we keep seeing the um, the, the posts from Brutus the Buckeye with the Oregon Duck. Um, so it's certainly some interesting stuff. Um, I feel like it's a toss-up right now between the Big Ten and the Big 12. Um, so when when uh, when KJ, Achilles Smith Jr. signs, um, I'm hoping the Ducks are, are in the Big Ten. So we'll have to see. Mikey G is in the chat. Good to see you, Max. Hope your summer's going well. Appreciate it, Mikey G. Yes, uh, summer's been going great. Went out to Thailand. That was absolutely nuts. Super, super fun trip. But football season's up in the air, so break time is over. All right, what else do we got? Uh, B. Rabe asks, any word on recruits after Saturday? Um, yeah, you know, we talked about uh, Adrian Wilson, who flipped from TCU, um, and then, you know, Achilles Smith Jr. committed. So those are kind of the main names that we're tracking right now. Uh, Dakota Fields is definitely somebody to watch who was on campus over the weekend. I think that Williams DeWannery getting on campus, the nation's number one defensive lineman in 2024 out of Missouri, getting out to Eugene before his official visit, which I believe is scheduled for September. Uh, I think that that's super important. You know, that's a guy that's probably a long shot, but getting him on campus, that's a guy from Landing's home state. I think that just gives you more momentum for an absolutely crucial, crucial guy. Um, I think I'm going to be interested to see what Oregon does at wide receiver now because Jeremiah McClellan was supposed to come out to Eugene, but that trip did not end up happening. Um, looks like Ohio State could be surging there or even Missouri uh, or LSU. You know, everyone's kind of got a good chance, but I thought that this was going to be a chance for Oregon to really close the deal with Jeremiah McClellan, but that did not end up happening. Um, Brooks Durham says, uh, was disappointed. We couldn't get Garcia. We seem to be missing out on O lineman like that. One other Hispanic guy who committed to USC. We missed out on him. Oh, Mike, Micah Benuelos. Yeah. I mean, with, with Isaiah Garcia, he committed to Utah. I mean, that was a guy that Kyle Whittingham and the Utes really prioritized in this cycle. Um, I think he had a lot of family ties to Utah. I thought it was going to be Oregon or USC at one point, but in the weeks leading up and the days leading up to Garcia's commitment, I was being told that Utah was the team to beat by sources close to that recruitment. So that one's tough for sure. Uh, I think right now it's Brandon Baker and then trying to find a guy on the interior uh, because I really thought that Preston Tamua was going to be their center guy. Uh, but, you know, injury history ultimately led to them kind of passing up on him. And uh, he's going to be playing for uh, Matt Rule in Lincoln for the Cornhuskers. Anton Z asks, what about uh, what about Aiden Breland? Aiden Breland is a huge name that we're tracking in the 2024 class for Oregon out of Santa Ana Modern Day. There was a little bit of buzz that he was going to get out to campus this week, this past weekend for Saturday Night Live, but he ultimately didn't make it. Uh, I know that that's another guy Oregon is super involved in, uh, involved with rather. Uh, you have schools like Texas A&M. Uh, Miami and Ohio State uh, in the mix, Georgia also in the mix, 
for Aiden Breland. Um, I think that Oregon would love to get Aiden Breland and, you know, pair him with Baker, pair him with Jack Ressler, um, and trying to get some of those heavy hitters out of modern day. Uh, I think that he's a guy that is more realistic right now than um, Williams Nawanery, but we'll have to see. You got to keep, you know, keep plugging away at those top West Coast guys because this guy like Aiden Breland, 6'5, you know, 300 or so pounds, you don't find them very often on the West Coast. So you need to make sure that you're prioritizing him. And from everything that I've been told, Oregon has absolutely stayed in the mix there. Uh, now we got to see if Aiden Breland starts to shift into decision mode and what the latest is with him. Um, let's see here. Um, man, Andrew's just hitting it with the questions. If you guys, if you guys have any other ones, definitely throw them my way. But Andrew's been a longtime supporter, so I'll, I'll check some of these out. Uh, Andrew says Breland, I feel like is the only possible elite D player left that the ducks can get because stone, Nwanery, Kobe black, Colin Simmons, etc., are all off the ducks by now. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say that Oregon's still in the mix with Jordan Ross, five-star, uh, edge rusher out of Alabama. Um, you know, he was supposed to come out to Oregon over the summer for an unofficial visit, but like I said previously playing trouble, uh, made that one uh, hard to ultimately happen. I think he's probably going to take his official visit during the season. So don't move off of him yet. Colin Simmons, you know, Texas and LSU are really the tough schools there that are in the mix. Um, but I'm not going to say Oregon's out of it until I am told or until he cuts them out of his top schools. So Oregon's going to stay involved with Colin Simmons, I think until the very end. But um, yeah, it's uh we're at that point where, you know, a lot of those top guys have made their decisions and and uh, now Oregon's going to maybe have to start looking for, you know, some, some other options at certain spots. Uh, I'm not saying total backups necessarily. And I'm not saying that they're backing off, you know, these elite guys, but you've got to keep going and trying to get those guys until they tell you no. Uh, okay. What else? Um, Andrew says, do you know if Afua is a possibility for Oregon max huge interior offensive lineman from Washington and the ducks have been get great at rating Washington for O lineman. As far as I know, Oregon isn't actively recruiting the Sendry Afua out of Seattle, Washington. O'Day. Uh, the previous coaching staff was recruiting them very heavily. I think the ducks were in an awesome spot with Adrian Clem and Vianney telling my vow, but both of those, both of those guys aren't on the staff anymore. So I don't think that, uh, Oregon is an option for Afua. Any news on Platt or the running back from Washington talking about Jason Brown Jr. from Seattle, Washington, O'Day. Um, you know, I think with Platt, I still have my prediction on Oregon for Braden Platt. I think that um, I think that track is going to be the difference maker for Braden Platt, who's also looking at Oklahoma. Oregon and Oklahoma are the top two schools for Braden Platt. Um, but Platt is just an absolute freak athlete, you know, can can do some javelin, can do some shot put, I believe. Um, just super, super athletic guy has been super high on Oregon for a long time. I think that Oregon is, is probably the team to beat right now, but, uh, I wouldn't put it past Oklahoma if they want to turn up the heat late. Uh, I think we have to see what their linebacker picture looks like here in the 2024 class. He's going to be announcing in early September, I believe September 4th, uh, I believe for his mom's birthday. And then as for Jason Brown jr, he was in town for Saturday night live. I think he's kind of really become Oregon, one of Oregon's top running back targets. They already have Dejon Riggs from Washington, D.C., but uh, with, with uh, Nate Frazier turning towards Georgia, I've been telling you guys, if you've been watching me and listening to me, reading me, keep an eye on Jason Brown Jr. Oregon is going to stay in the mix for Jason Brown Jr. I think that he can definitely be the lightning to Dejon Riggs, who's the thunder for Carlos Lachlan in this 2024 class. Uh, he's definitely uh, a back that is on the smaller side, but awesome, awesome kid, incredibly talented, 
um, and, and very well, well proven uh, on the gridiron. So I think Jason Brown Jr., I don't have any update with him, but I expect Oregon to be a school that is heavily involved until the very end, as will, uh, as will Michigan State. And I think Louisville and Arizona, Washington are some other schools to watch too, but I think Oregon's in a great spot for Jason Brown Jr. All right. I think that's going to do it for me here today on today's episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode. If you guys are here still in the live chat, hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and share the Ducks Dish Podcast with your friends, with your family, and with other Duck fans. I got another episode coming out very soon with 2025 four-star wide receiver Cooper Perry out of the state of Arizona. He is liking the Ducks early on in the process and uh, got an interesting interview with him. But uh, make sure you guys tap in with me on Twitter and Instagram at mtorissports. And stay tuned into DucksDigest.com for my latest written work covering Oregon recruiting and Oregon football. And until next time, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Ducks Dish Podcast. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.